Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Petty Little Things with your hosts, Victoria Secret and Davina Divine. Hi, Hi Petty bitches. bitches. This is Davina Divine. And this is Victoria's Secret who keeps forgetting to press record. Yeah, every time I have to do like a record check just to make sure for legal reasons. What is that about? It's I don't know, but it's the fear of God comes through me. Oh, there's that ride going past the window again. Oh. <laughs> we're on we're on babe watch at the yeah. moment. <laughs> it's like crime watch but with babes. Um yeah, so Victoria li- um lives near um a boxing a boxing stadium, can yeah. you say that? And yeah. you were just saying that you miss the boxing lads. I do, yeah. Like I mean they're unattainable but they're nice to look at Unattainable? The win- <laughs> <laughs> Have you met me? <laughs> I'm talking about For me. Now. I'm talking about me. Okay. okay. Right. I mean I'm an acquired taste. I wonder why I'm never invited over to this place. <laughs> That's because you shave your legs and you can't trust a bitch who shaves her legs. Shave like, I could hang a leg out boat windows and <laughs> <attract them> in. <laughs> like Jerry Hollowell. Yeah. Bag, it, Bag up. it up. Oh my God. Bag it up is right. Yeah. No. Have, have you ever been in that boxing stadium? No, but I'd love to go. I went once. I'd I have love to say. To the booze is lovely and cheap. Mm. Oh, I'd say so. And like rough and ready. I love a good rough and ready. I think they give mm. you, you know, the type of bars that give you a two litre bottle of seven up with yeah. your vodkas. Like a pint of wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I miss a pint of wine you know when you go to a gig and you're like watching some awful concert and you're like it's okay i have my pint of pinot <laughs> which cost me 20 euros don't care don't care like literally three pints later you're falling out of like the olympia or whatever it's always the olympia for some reason <laughs> always the olympia because no, if we're in there we're rubbing the booze out of the green room well, that's true that's true <laughs> um what's been going on Oh, oh God, so, so much. I mean, listen, I, I, I briefly spoke about this. I think lockdown all me, almost drove me to the mm-hmm. thought of, do I want to get a real job? Do you know what I mean? Oh, by yeah. Well, no. <laughs> 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 I like, I, I appreciate the sentiment, but no, thanks. I know. I know. I mean, like, we've been working loads, but like, there was a little moment where I thought. Also, hang on. Real job. I hate when people I say know. real job because that's yeah. like, I'm sorry, we are creatives. Yeah. We are creatives. Yeah. Like, you're not going to tell Leonardo da I Vinci mean, that I mean he, that's not a real that, job. I should have called it a nine to five job. Do you know what I mean? Nine to five. Yes. Instead of a 5 p.m. to mm. 9 a.m. Yeah. job. Uh, because you know what that's always the twitter insult that people are showing. why don't you go and get a real job and i'm like uh excuse you me this mm-hmm. is a real job i'm feeling very real right now <laughs> like, and i'm earning money it feels pretty real to me well be careful don't get too real in here because my neighbor has a rat oh my god mm-hmm. a rat ratatouille a ratatouille and i am the year of the rat but it's not me oh it's my definitely gosh. not no um she alerted me four days after she found it she <laughs> alerted you what with a rape whistle <laughs> i mean <laughs> rat rat there was room for two <laughs> on the door <laughs> i i've been having bad dreams about the rat or nightmares i should say but even though it's gone she got rent to kill out you have terrible luck with the rats don't you why, who else? Do you remember what, in the old place there was oh, rats yeah. living in the wall? Yeah, Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. they were. Okay, so we used to live in this, uh, me and my friend Dave used to live in an apartment in Rathfarnham. Mm-hmm. And we thought 
next door or the people above had really loud dogs all the time running yeah. around. I moved out and a month later, the new flatmate pulled the side off the bath <gasps> oh. and it was like there was l- apparently tons of rats under there. A rat's nest, if you will. Mm. <laughs> Have you ever seen a rat in real life? Yeah, many times. Like like close? <laughs> I've worked with a few as well. <laughs> <laughs> Name rats, them. Name rats them. out, rats out. <laughs> Name them. <laughs> you think Dolly's a rat. Tell me now. I do not think she is a rat. She is definitely a lot bigger than a rat. <laughs> <laughs> that girl is a monster. Mm. So uh, once a rat walked on my foot when I was like about 15 or 16, <gasps> and I think that has freaked me out ever since. So. Oh my God. I don't really mind. Like, obviously, they're, they're disgusting. But... um See, like I, we've always, I always lived around like the city centre. So you always mm. see rats kind of running around, which they're gross. Yeah, but I don't have the fear, like the phobia, and love rats too. Mm. Oh, love rats, lots of them. Jesus, <laughs> one for every day of the week. So she got them out. I think it's gone. Um, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Your face just froze. I'm nervous. <laughs> I am. Here, also, we're a year <sighs> doing live shows. <sighs> let me take a breath and just gather myself <laughs> I like it, for real yeah the average i just feel like i'm constantly on the brink of like a mental breakdown yeah like just and when it's, it's like one year ago today and you get this advertisement comes up of something that we did and you're just like <sighs> yeah <sighs> you're like where's that ad for talk space <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you, the, i'm getting them a lot at the moment mm, are you like, yeah there's a lot of those because people are actually on the brink yeah they are sorry can i just is that would you say on the brink or on the brim some people say, I would on say the, the brink. brink. On the brink. I say the brink. Yeah. Like, cause it brink of disaster. Isn't that what that yeah. means? That's how I think of it. I mean, if we say it, we're right, so it doesn't Some really people matter. say, oh, on the brim. I'm like, maybe you can help us out. I think it's brink. Brim sounds very uh, American, doesn't it? Or like... It's, I heard someone on an American podcast saying it, and I was like, no, it's brink. No, no, it's Brink. It definitely uh, yeah. is Brink. I'd fight someone for it, so... <laughs> oh, show me them fighting hands. <laughs> brink, Brink. Yeah, I have to say, you've lovely tan. Thank you. I've been using... I sent, got out a little uh, Bellamyanta moment. It's really nice. Uh, it's nice, isn't mm. it? Um, the tan water is great now for the face and the hands. Mm-hmm. Just for any brand, the tan water is really good because you can just put a little bit of moisturiser on and you don't get, like, the patchiness or the... Yeah. It's nice, isn't it? Love that. Very, very nice. Should yeah. we get into a bit of a girly gossip then? Please. Let's I'm always it. ready. <laughs> right, first thing I want to talk about is slurs in the street in Dublin. Oh, here we go. Um, so in the past month, uh, well, last Friday I did photos with Babs on the street. Okay, which is asking for trouble. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I, I really don't think it is. It's about like, I'm like a fucking 10-foot clown on the street. Do you know what yeah. I mean? My hair is like twice you as wide as Dublin. You can't expect someone but, not to comment on that though. Okay, but but it's what they say. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So I was, a car was driving past okay. and they... Roll down the window. Right. Oh, here we go. And they said the like the oh. tea slur. What so did they say? The 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 tea slur. The tea slur. Okay. Yeah. So like, and then and then because I didn't react, they called me a smelly bastard, <laughs> which did make me laugh. Right. It did make me laugh. Oh, like, but you know, you have to like those people are just like they're literally driving around like just fucking looking for reactions, like they're mm. assholes, or whatever. But yeah. you know, like you can't just fucking. Like brush it off. Oh no, I brush it off. Yeah. But we're very strong people. That's like true. words do not affect me in any yeah. way. You can call me anything. I'm mean, in fact you have called me yeah. everything. Do you know what I mean? Actually, I was in the back of that car. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I mean, some people that would really affect them. Like, do you know I know, I know. Yeah, like, yeah, I understand that. But also, you have to kind of put things in perspective. Like, if someone's driving around shouting out of a car, yeah, do you know what I mean? Fucking like, idiot. yeah, like you can take it on board though, and yeah, like be emotionally hurt by it, or you can just go, well, they're fucking sad. And also the fact that they're driving past, haven't even got the balls to kind of mm. stop. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like it's like a drive by abusing you know yeah totally so you have to kind of take it with a pinch of salt you do have to absolutely i'm purely saying it for the fact that like so many people are like oh dublin you're so progressive and like probably oh. are like we don't need pride and stuff like that no no, no actually like there's still loads of people that need a good educating to be honest I, mean? I think though with all this crap going on and the way there's like people are bored out of their mind oh, so that's mind. why all these fucking kids are on the street like slicing each other up and mm-hmm. like people are shouting out windows and people are looking for these things to do because they're bored yeah because like the economy needs to open again 
again. Mm-hmm. Not like obviously blaming it on that, but there's definitely way more antisocial shit going on. Yeah. Like every night now, even on my road, like you'd hear people like walking past up and down, mm-hmm. throwing road cones, like, you know, kicking car mirrors off. All yeah. this, that was like, ne- it was always happening, but not it to the extent. To the extent. No. Not to the extent. No. So, so it is. That and every, every five year old has a fucking kitchen knife in their yeah. pocket. No, it's terrible. I mean? Like that is bad, but you have to just kind of go. It is the times. It makes me think, what are we heading to? Yeah. Because if things don't open, like, they need to get the fucking country open. Yeah, yeah. It's just... They need to put you in charge. Absolutely. I'd go in there fucking whip the <laughs> shit out of those bastards. You'd have gorgeous hair for that role. I would, actually. <laughs> I definitely. I'd always keep it up. And then, you know what, like, private functions let it down. <laughs> you know, like, they always do those shitty sitcoms. Hold on. Speaking of this, I did a gig for Fina Fall. Oh, God. Uh, in drag. Now, there are words I never thought Here, I would hang ever on. say. Shame on you. Shame on you. <laughs> and hang on, hang on. This one as well. Filth. <laughs> <laughs> so words I never thought I'd say. It was Fianna Fáil youth for a start. So I think they're age 16 to 31. And um, I think before it, I kind of went into a thinking, these people are going to hate me. Mm-hmm. They're going to hate me. Do you know that kind of yeah. way when you get into your head? So I was afraid to push the boundaries. And then after about 20 minutes, I was making jokes being like, oh, well, f- next prize, it's a vaccine of the beacon. Oh, and uh, I made a couple of them get into fast drag. And they actually got really into mm. what they were saying. But I think I had a pre- preconceived idea of what they were going to be like yeah and and also there's something about them just ticking a box with that as well Uh like they're so they're not they're not known for being progressive do you know what i mean so the fact that they're having a drag queen host a bingo oh turns my stomach (laughs) but i'm not getting into my political beliefs but obviously it's clearly apparent but yeah there's just something makes me nauseous about it it's not sincere Okay. I personally don't uh-huh. think. And the, they're all like pushing the youth and all the next generation. Want to be the fucking next generation because the ones they have right now are fucking the pits. <laughs> well, the ones I met were actually just sound. And yeah, I had, I definitely went to me like, oh, what am I doing? What is this? And and thankfully then I had a cracking group from Cork afterwards. This, these hens. Oh, I yeah. didn't think I liked hens. Yeah. Well, fucking ball with these well, girls. Well, they're much easier to handle online. Oh, that's so true. Because <laughs> yeah, you easier. can hit mute. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but they're definitely the, the politicians and do you know what rots me about the politicians so just go back to that it's that yeah. they always just oh she's on her soapbox I'm now off. they hop party when it suits mm. them so I've noticed that a lot with a lot of these politicians and people going for the Shannon and all this it's like they're with one party to get in somewhere mm-hmm. then when it doesn't fucking suit them they switch yeah so it's like, actually, hello, can we just Well, you're bestie Lucinda Creighton, like, you go back years. Oh, I'm my God. I was going for dinner. I tell you, she was putting her child into a creche near my house and the evils I used to give her on the street. <laughs> like, what a... She's a weapon now. A weapon. Yeah, weapon. no need to hold back on no. that. She is a weapon. God, I got really, like, a bit, like, vicious there. I could feel you, the... You did. It, it drives me nuts. I'm so sick of them. Like, they're yeah. actually useless. Uh-huh. It drives me nuts. And I just want to see people struggling... Like yeah. businesses still closed. Like the rage is so, and it's. I think I kind of am calm for a minute, and then someone just scratches the surface, and like Godzilla comes the out, beast and I, yeah, is out, and yeah. I'm just ready to. Like I can't wait to run into Leo Varadkar at a drag show that he frequents when uh-huh. he's probably not supposed to be when he's breaking restrictions. Like remember that time <laughs> when nobody mentioned that, did they? And he was there. Next thing you know, we're all shut down again. Yeah. Well, wait till I see him again, or I'll see him at one of these uh, late night rendezvous. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have words. Okay. Uh, let's go to a lighter note then it has come to my attention that pretty much every day in Dublin <laughs> has a dirty Twitter like, oh like an XXX an XXX mm. Twitter so I, I we've spoke before about like everyone wants to do OnlyFans yes. and like has the dream of making all their like mm-hmm. payments done by an OnlyFans mm-hmm. but this is different right everyone is putting up their dick pics and like their dicks getting sucked and they're showing their Marys to the world and it is becoming again. I'm putting it down to um, open up the country <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> because what is going on? Like, I'm sorry. Like, fair play. More power to you, people. Like, if you want to get your your ninnies out, like, good for you. Yeah. But like, nobody needs to see your nipples like chew toffees. And but I I want to do a fun little game. Okay. So what I've noticed is they all have a slightly different name for their dirty Twitter. Okay. So I have been thinking about if I was to do a dirty Twitter, mm. what would my dirty Twitter um. Uh, name B. 
What would it be? I think it would be Daphne XXX. Daphne I don't know why. XXX? Yeah. Because it's almost like a real random weird name. Do you know what I mean? Daphne was my name for the James Patrice sketch. Oh, it was. <laughs> yes. Maybe that's no, on your mind. No, 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 no. Yours was something to do with flowers. That was Daphne. Oh. And you were Petunia. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> so yeah, yeah. maybe oh, you just tried to take my uh, porn star name. <laughs> okay. Well, well, what would yours be? Davina Divine, <laughs> <laughs> and I'd have to get her because uh, the belly dancing lady that stole my Instagram name, yeah. she's Davina Divine. Yeah, so I'm Davina Dot Divine. Mm-hmm. So I have to just register Davina Divine on everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen her perform? Uh, not in the flesh. Like I think she's based in California. Mm-hmm. She's always getting tagged as me, oh, and she's never met me. So she's obviously kind of deep dived on me. But I remember when I first started drag, she was um. She was very kind of like up in the belly dancing scene. And mm-hmm. so she had way more followers and stuff at the time. Yeah. So now she keeps commenting saying, Davina is an amazing performer. And like, but she's never met me either, <laughs> which is so strange. Like, but um, yeah, I'd love to say, do you want to do a little switcheroo? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't imagine you doing belly dancing, to be honest. Uh, no, I don't mean, I just met with the Instagram name. I didn't mean the career. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I didn't mean the career. I mean, if the check was right, actually, because, you know, you've been a stripper. Um, yeah. So maybe you could be a belly dancer. Well, yeah. <laughs> Listen, in this day, in this like climate, I do anything. Let's face it. Um, come here. Do you know what I watched last night? Did you watch the Tiger King? Um, I, I saw the original one. Yeah. Yes. I then, don't think I would have watched that only for the fact that we were in the depths of lockdown depression. It was lockdown one. Oh, well, it was like the documentary of lockdown. Like mm-hmm. everybody had watched it, and then the Louis Theroux did another version. Did you see that last night? No. So it was on TV last night. So I, I tuned into that. Which meant Carol Baskin's lost loads of weight. Ooh. She looks very slim and trim. Uh, I was kind of shocked at that. That was like first thing. Did the tiger eat part of her waistline or what's going on? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I say because she's probably, remember she did that cameo for Rolf Harris. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, that was the last time I kind of had seen her. And yeah. then she, well, she was on Dance with the Stars. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. So maybe she lost weight dancing. But uh, I noticed that. And then they showed a lot of clips because he did a, a show with him years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of interesting. But. It was a lot of kind of regurgitated old shit. Okay. But it was basically like they'd asked Trump to pardon him and everything. And Trump was like, I I'm not familiar. Yeah. But they kind of showed some clips that they you know there showed. was a limousine outside his prison that day? That Trump they was... Thought, yeah. Oh, So Trump God. was doing his pardons. Yeah. And they were so sure that he was going to pardon him. Yeah. That they had a limousine waiting outside for oh. Joe Exotic. And when they asked... When they asked Trump in the like press conference, are, are you going to pardon Joe Exotic? He was like, I don't know who that is. Like he literally <laughs> didn't even know. I'd so say he was raging in prison. And then he said to another reporter, "Do you think I should pardon mm-hmm. uh, him?" And your man kind of said, "I can't comment." And he goes, "Yeah, maybe I'll look into it." But like clearly hadn't a notion. Oh my god! So gosh. that was kind of hilarious. Do you think uh, the husband was you know the young husband? Do you think yeah. he was like on the outbeat? No, like, the husband's gone. The husband's moved on. The husband's remarried to no, a woman. No, no, no. There's a there's the uh, the last one, Dylan. Passage, I think his name oh, was. Oh, I'm sure. It was only about 2021. 20, I'd say on the out, he was like, please don't pardon them. Oh, please, please don't, don't pardon them. Yeah, stay no. in jail. But they show clips last night, I think, that basically proved that, like, he is nuts. And he should be in prison. He should be in prison. Okay. So it's like, you know, get trying to get that celebrity thing behind you doesn't actually, you know, you still kind of threaten that woman's yeah. life. Yeah. So it's all kind of mental. Now, she's mental as well. Mental. But, and uh, she's doing dodgy yeah. shit too. Like, oh, definitely. For real. Do you think he has um, husbands in prison as well? Oh no, he's in twenty four hour confinement. So he's yeah. So he doesn't see anyone at all ever. So he's basically locked away. Why is that? I think it's because he's been on Netflix and like he's probably a danger to himself. I think not to himself to or he, he he's probably not. It's probably not safe for him to be around. I couldn't imagine that. Like American I, prisons are so mental. Yeah, but and especially being gay in prison mm-hmm. and being openly gay is a real no no. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. it's dangerous. I. Um, love Tiger King so maybe I'll mm-hmm. give it a watch but if it's rehashed it's rehashed no, no don't don't. Re- I wouldn't bother it's just interesting you heard it here first Davina hates Louis Theroux's program I love Louis she Theroux she thinks they're absolutely I shite I love Louis Theroux Louis if no. you're listening I, I know you're Louis, listening Louis' podcast is amazing as well would you give Louis the wear? Mm, that's a no, yes I, no I wouldn't I wouldn't that's no. a yes I wouldn't that's it's a, a no yes. I'm just fucking saying you no. dirty dog <laughs> you dirty bitch you what you're mad I from I have a new fascination on um, Instagram and it's oh. something that probably you all know already, but I think we need to do our own version. Oh. It's siblings or dating, where there are these photos of like, are they a couple or are they sister and brother? So are oh, they okay. riding or okay. are they not? And I think there's so many gay couples okay. that you really don't know. They could be brothers, but are they together? Because they start to morph into each other. Do you know what I mean? 
Well, all I'm going to say is I've been around a few brothers mm-hmm. in my time mm-hmm. that have been questionable. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Mm. That's all I'm going to say. But, I yeah. want to know more. I don't actually yeah. know the rest well, of Well, there's this. been a few. There's, I, you know when you're just like, mm, Something's not right there. Well, just that's that is just my speculation, uh-huh. and I love to speculate. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, if if uh, if you all at home think that we should do a Dublin version of siblings are dating for the gays, um, I think we. I'd be, be terrified fun. to do that because I know I'd say the wrong thing. That's part of the fun. Oh well, then listen, sign me up because I'll I get will. you the Kylie yeah. wine. Oh no, more Kylie wine. No, <laughs> we'll more do Kylie siblings wine. or dating. I can't even look at the Kylie wine in the shop. Like it's actually grotesque. It's turn your stomach now. Yeah. Do you know? Speaking of fascinations, um, and I we've talked about this kind of before, but I my fascination has turned a little sinister. <laughs> oh God, what is it? <laughs> Not sinister. So this is mental. So obviously, I have a very lovely little dog, and I have her since like she's baby, and I put mm. her up online. All everyone fawns over puppies, and yeah. then you know you you see other dogs that are very similar, and people have dogs and they tag the dogs, and so I found um this dog when Winnie was a pup. There was another dog in Ireland that kind of was similar, and. Uh, I kind of was they were same kind of age so I was following their progress and, and like liking their page and they were doing what you hate and they set up a profile for their dogs okay this couple man and woman mm-hmm, set up mm-hmm. and they had like one dog then they got another puppy can I ask some specifics before you go on yeah was the man hot well I'll come to that okay so th- so they had the man and woman had uh, a dog and then they got two dogs so I was like oh they're so cute and one of them was same age as Winnie the other one's a little bit younger and I was following, I was like, oh, that's lovely, you know, just stupid doggy pics, but like, fawn in a way. Then I noticed that, uh, you know, and they did what you would hate. So they were posting the caption like the dog was talking. Hate it. I fucking yeah. hate it. You know, like they be talking Mommy like, and daddy took me yes. to the park today. Yes, like that kind of thing. And I was like, daddy's actually, <laughs> daddy's actually quite a dish. <laughs> I wouldn't mind going to the park with daddy. And, uh, would you get off the lead or would you stay on I, You wouldn't keep me on a leash. You wouldn't keep me past an electric fence if daddy was around. And yeah, so I know. And I was like, they're really good looking couple. Mm. And the dogs are gorgeous. I was like, oh, fab. But as like, I this has gone on for years. Yeah. So I've been watching. I noticed that daddy wasn't there anymore. Oh. So I was like, where's daddy? To the legger. Well, no, I just didn't notice in the pictures. So then, and then you obviously you're busy with your other Instagram. So I was like, the other day I kind of went back. I was like, where is Daddy? Yeah. <laughs> so I went through <laughs> all the pictures, like about right back to like, I'd say maybe two years worth of pictures. Scroll, 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 and I was like, oh my god. So I found Daddy in one of the pictures from like maybe 2019, okay. and I clicked, and Daddy was tagged. So mm-hmm. then I found Daddy's profile. Okay. So then I went, Daddy's moved on. Daddy's moved on. Daddy's moved on. Daddy, obviously, and poor the mother of the dog. She's mm. like, she's gorgeous. They're both beautiful. Yeah. Um, I felt so bad for her because I was like, obviously, she's gone through a real bad harp. And yeah. she posted something the other day. That's what made, triggered me. She said that we've been through so much or something. And I was like, Daddy. about her and the dog. Yeah. Oh. And and I was like, Daddy did it. Daddy cheated. Daddy fucked off. Daddy broke her heart. Daddy left the dogs. I was like, oh my god, I hate Daddy, but Daddy's still hot. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy's still hot, but yeah, fascinated. I literally I love, found myself. I don't even know these people, and I'm like, going, oh my god, like so sorry for. Her. Like, <laughs> well, I just love that you are a hundred percent have written the storyline mm. that yeah. he cheated yeah. and ran off. And I saw the new girlfriend. Okay, and she's kind of like a kind of. She's not as pretty as the, but she, they're very similar. Okay, like obviously as a type. Uh huh. Uh huh. Just saying. I could probably be that type. Would you be that type? <laughs> kind. <laughs> Little taller, but like, you know. But yeah, like just mad. But I love getting involved in these strangers' lives and yeah. just like getting down. Like it's just, nothing else to be doing these days. Yeah, like then, literally, well, it's entertainment. If I ever want somebody to get to the bottom of a story for me, mm. I would ask you because yeah. your commitment to the, to find out the truth. Yeah, I like to find the truth, yeah. Is major. And I also like to speculate. Mm-hmm. And I like th- I like to like theorize, is it? Yeah. Theorize. Yeah, yeah. No, st- m- p- potential storylines yes. always of what is I like, happening. well, it's either this yeah. or this. Yeah. I like options. Yeah. That's why I was watching. Did you ever see Ancient Aliens? Did you no. see that show? Mm-mm. And I was remember I was voice mailing you the other night. Oh, this yeah. show on the History Channel called Ancient Aliens, and they talk about how we are created by aliens and all this. But there's like zero proof. It's all just like total speculation. But I'm like, yes, absolutely, yes. Aliens build the pyramids. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no fucking proof. I don't know how you bloody sleep by the end of it. Oh, though. I just love, I just love an alter- like a different narrative. Yeah. 
it's entertaining and yeah so hilarious Gas. but yeah well speaking of tv i started last night and i could barely get myself to sleep married at first sight Australia. oh yeah you were saying oh my god it's so good mm. now you reacted to me like i was watching the worst thing in the world oh. i'm telling you this is housewife level i have heard that before someone has told me that it's drama yeah so okay w- the last episode i watched one of the grooms was telling his wife that um, he, he'd had cancer and as part of this operation and chemo that they did, they accidentally severed a nerve oh. in his body and now he can't ejaculate. Oh. So he ejaculates inside his own so stomach. So is that why he had to go on marriage no. before his wife? Because no, no. one's going to marry him. No, but, no, but he ejaculates inside his own stomach. The greedy bastard won't even share the cup oh with God. anyone else. Gross. All down and one himself. What a waste. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's non-stop twists and turns. They're all fucking mental. Like, yeah. most are mental. But some of them I was really rooting for already. I was like, oh, I want them to work out. I want them to work out. I am telling you, married at first sight, Australia. I watched the American one. Shite. The Americans were annoying the hell out of me. Um, season six, I started mm. with. I challenge you to watch one episode by the time of our next podcast because I think you're going to get hooked. I just hate, like, as I said, I hate shows about, like, relationships Mm. and, like, based around relationships because I just feel those people are desperate. It's like anyone searching for a relationship, looking for love is a fucking loser in my face. I'm just like, like, if you can't be okay on your own, you're a saddo. Like you I heard was, it here first. I start um just when I was flicking through the TV last night. I found uh, the Millionaire Matchmaker. Yeah, I've never seen that show. Mm-hmm. But your woman is a fucking Mentler. witch. She's a witch. Mentler. And Dina Lohan was on it. Mm-hmm. Lindsay Lohan's mother. Just yeah. I was like, what is this for a second? And Fran Dresser, who she was married for like twenty seven years to a gay man. Mm-hmm. He was on it looking mm-hmm. for like a gay partner. And Dina Lohan was insane. Mm-hmm. And just watching her date somebody like oh she it was so cringe yeah, like imagine. I was cringing. she's desperate for fame and I also just love how you just went a gay partner like yeah. really like soft spoken yeah you, said those but you know words. like because clearly like you're looking for a you're looking for a, a ride mm. <laughs> do you know what I mean you're not looking for you know dinner dates and holding hands Gosh. you're looking to get lashed over by someone <laughs> on the back of the bins do you know what I mean like but I, this pretense is just so like TV. Yeah, it's just that's not reality. Yeah, it kind of sounds up to, right up my street though too. Like, I for some reason I thought you meant Dina Manzo. By the way, no, last night when you were telling Dina me that Lohan Dina and Lohan, she is bizarre. Bizarre. But she was supposed to be in the Housewives originally. Your kid. She says you want the New York Housewives, but she's so flaky. Like if you actually, she does all this weird body language that's mm. very. I hate people that do that. You know this, like crossing their arms, flicking their hair, really deflecting. Yeah, because it's actually like they can't face reality. Talking shit half the Talking time. That's shit. why. And constantly interrupting. Mm. She constantly interrupts when somebody was out, like answering a question. Yeah, and it's just totally because she's not paying attention because she doesn't yeah. care. Yeah, because yeah. it's just if it's not about her. She's no interest. Bet you she pays attention to Lindsay Lohan and how much money she's bringing in for the family. Absolutely. Um, right, let's pause for a little petty promotional moment. Yes. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, this week, Tavine Divine is on Eating with the Enemy. Oh. In fact, it aired just last night and about a week and a half ago, myself, Davina, and a couple of bottles of wine mm. watched the latest episode and did a react video. I hadn't seen it. Obviously, yeah. you lived it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is now live on our Patreon as well because yes. today is Thursday. Uh kind of gas i, was I actually expect- can't remember what we talked about i can't even remember i think we were like two bottles of wine and i think it was really good yeah and i think the, the other thing about it is as well we didn't really think about talk about it, i suppose we talked about it a bit on the patreon is that the way they edited it down yeah like there was so much more said right that kind that they of just didn't yeah it, it's funny how they edit things to make obviously they have like a narrative that they want to push mm-hmm. which is i was kind of terrified what way it was going to go to be honest because there was a couple of things said that were very um like she was at one point she cried yeah. like tears of kind of like not sadness like she kind of cried like tears of joy because we had this weird breakthrough moment she's mm-hmm. so nice we ended up yeah. not being enemies at all like yeah. she's a lovely girl yeah uh and i was kind of thinking oh they're gonna go with that but they they kept it really uh, I think they really wanted me to be the bitch drag queen that hates kids. Right. Which is right. That is the who I am. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't going to say that on national television. <laughs> Do you know yeah, what I mean? No, I think you'd be really surprised. So definitely check that out. Also, we did this um, Divina versus Victoria about 
gay Irish mm-hmm. words. Like, oh so yeah, that was fun, really fun. Yeah. Like, you know, what is like we got tested by Kitty Newhulahan at Gwailgore. So there's tons of content up on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Pay Little Things Pod, and you can. Uh, and we're going to be doing a whole lot more. We've yeah. a lot more to come, and mm-hmm. loads of random stuff. So do, and we love the, the everyone who has supported so yeah. far. So thank you. I was going to suggest something as well, uh, and we're going to mention our Patreon of the week, and that is the lovely hairdresser oh. sensation lisa oh. eccles lisa eccles lisa zinc this is uh she's fab lisa is amazing and always supportive uh supportive in the in real life supportive online and we know that you listen all the time lisa so yeah. this is a big shout out for yeah. you thanks for your support lisa. Thanks, lisa and last little petty promotional moment is our next live show is going to be on april 23rd what yes, is it though we are going to be looking for a laura laura love uh, I know we said that we actually hate co- shows about couples, but mm. we're actually going to eat our words <laughs> and we're going to find some love matches. But we're going to do it like real life, like actually get down and gritty like we did before. We did it a year ago and it was kind of car crash TV. Yeah. So I think it's time to bring it back. We're going to do a little bit of blind date. Blind date. Yeah. Mm. We're going to have a lot of singles and we're going to try Laura. and see if we can get one of them to be madly in love. Yes. Or even just get a blowy <laughs> <laughs> no promises no I think you can do a blowy through a glory hole is still safe apparently yeah, a blowy through a glory a mask. hole <laughs> 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 uh, and then a reminder you guys tell one friend about the podcast yes just one that's all we ask one friend one family member someone you love someone you hate just open your mouth speak it out Ooh. and stay petty Ooh, lovely uh, so we're going to be back after this with a fabulous little chat that we had earlier on this year with the gorgeous Sinead from Bewitched. Ooh. Okay, you guys, next up we are joined by a pop star who together with her bandmates sold over 3 million albums worldwide and somehow we managed to get them on board to headline at our Dublin Pride event in Vicar Street last year. You guys, it is Sinead O'Carroll from Bewitched. Oh, thanks for having me. (laughs) No, thanks for doing it. Um, Does it ever feel weird when you hear kind of those statistics and those numbers and stuff? Because you must hear that like a lot of the time. Does that feel weird? Yeah, especially I suppose on intros like that. And the last time it was done, like that was on the big reunion about seven years ago. But in actual, it's more... It was more than three million, I think. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was Wiki- thinking. When it, when, Wikipedia yeah. got it wrong. Oh no way! <laughs> I, was kind of, <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, three million sounds like probably she's sold since then. I was like, that's no. But, yeah, but I can't. It, we know it's a lot. I know it was more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Which definitely. is amazing. Like it's such an achievement. It must be. That must be a little bit surreal. Is it? You know, it's only when you you actually say it, and you and yeah. it, it was at the time where people really bought singles and they bought yeah. albums. So, like I remember when Sailor V went into number one, that sold one hundred and fifty two thousand copies in the first week. So yeah. that like it's kind of unheard of. Do you know what I mean? Oh, and it's absolutely. it was a great time to be involved in pop music, mm. especially we were co writers as well. So that yeah. was just like happy days Unre- because unreal. we had such a short time i suppose um you know in comparison to some kind of bands or other artists so it was good to kind of make hay while the sun shone like i always (laughs) think you know like like uh, i think with things like x factor and all those kind of shows that have come into you know they say like like lady gaga's poem they're like 80 million records sold whatever and it's like you kind of become like you don't really hear the number, but when you actually think about even like 152,000 copies, it's like 152,000 people having a CD is yeah, nuts. like it's amazing. And that was that was just in the UK, I think. You know, because yeah. um, that's I just remember the stats. Obviously, you're signed to an English record label, yeah. so they're more worried about like not more worried, but they're more attention on um, yeah. yeah the sales. You say like that's a short period of time, but you achieved so much in that period of time. And also, yeah, when you look back like the Spice Girls kind of had a similar amount of time as well. Um, pop really was like huge. And then maybe it was like two, three albums. And then, you know, things might have changed or breakups happened. And Smash Hits was covering every single angle of it. Um, <laughs> I was kind of curious when we were talking. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Davina earlier. What was it like when Bewitched like kind of stopped in a weird way? Because one day you're this huge pop star dressed in double denim and then the next day, like, wh- who are you after it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, um, it, was re- it was a really weird time because we were going to do a third album and we were set to fly to South Africa to do the third album. We had single picked and literally about three weeks before that was going to happen, we just got a phone call out of the blue saying that the label were not going to go ahead with the, le- with the record. And what happened within the internally within the label is that the guy that originally signed us, he moved up to being the head of Sony. So we came in, you know, three years, four years previous to that, when the whole team, everybody was involved mm. with Bewitched. Everybody loved it. Everybody worked together, a right, really good team. And as he moved up, you've got other people then joining the label, like A&R guys who might have their eye on a band that's over here that they saw that they want to bring to the label. And you're not their baby anymore. So the I know it sounds really weird, but the attention mm. and the focus on the brand got a bit yeah. kind of, they didn't know where, what to do with us. And then we spent yeah. two years in the States where you have to be in a territory and you have to kind of really work it and do all the magazines and do all the TVs and everything that you have to do. And we were missing from the UK market probably for a good year and a half. And wow. you kind of then go out of people's minds. And even though we were mm-hmm. dropped, we always say on a double platinum album, it was, yeah. there's no point in putting a record out if all the team weren't really on board with it. And that's essentially kind of what happened. But to kind of get to your point about who are you when that finishes, that identity, you are so defined by being in that one quarter of that band. Your schedule Mm -hmm. is made out for you a year in advance. You don't have to think about so many different things. And you are kind of left. For me, I felt like a hobby that I had as a child, say from seven, eight, singing and dancing Mm -hmm. and doing everything like that became my profession really early on. And then almost like, you know, the way footballers can maybe go play yeah. with another team or it's not, you don't do that sort yeah. of thing. And it was just like, Oh my God, what, what do I do? What do I do? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it was a very strange, very, very strange time. Did you feel imagine. a bit lost or like, were you just totally. like, I need to be around my family, my close friends and family and just kind of cocoon a bit. Well, it's funny because I decided to, when we got that news, I decided I wanted to leave the band because I was about six years older than the girls and um, I wanted to move back to Ireland. I had a boyfriend at the time who's now my husband. I wanted to settle down. I kind of wanted to, you know, just be not on the road. Um, So I decided to leave and then the girls wanted to go and get another deal from another label. But because of um, kind of, obligations within the label they couldn't release them to another Mm. uh, record label so um I was happy enough to do that but then I kind of was like right what am I going to do now (laughs) um yeah (laughs) you know there is that void um definitely um and I did various different things I wanted to have the next Irish girl band out of Ireland and you know I put out auditions and a thousand girls turned up and I developed a band for about a year and a half. They were called Minx. Mm. Um, amazing. Yeah. They supported Blue. We did loads of different tours, but they were just this close, so close to signing with Universal um, in the UK. But then they went with another band that were two sets of sisters instead. Oh, wow. And 
after two years and after putting a lot of money into that that kind oh, of no. I was like right yeah. okay I'm just gonna walk away from the music industry yeah. right now <laughs> yeah. as you're talking though it's like it really I think, don't think people really understand because like, we have so many fond, fond memories of Bewitched and and I think yeah. like that era of music was like such a golden age of like pop music people yeah. don't really realize like it's like proper business business it's like there's oh, yeah. you know you guys are like the shiny shop front but like going on behind <laughs> there's like there's people in the stock room there's people stacking shit like there, there's work yeah. going on in that shop do you know what I mean in that business like it's, yeah like it's pretty intense. It, it is pretty intense and you know what to launch a band 25 years ago pop band you're looking at about half a million pounds to actually wow. you know do that that goes into you know, trying to launch that to a level of what the label wants to mm. actually have um, to make money from it. Yeah. And I think with us, one of the good things was that it just clicked in America. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it was, it was really, really good. And then we start going international, which was in Australia because there's so many Irish there as well. Like, so it kind of transcended to a lot of different places. Um, yeah. And it was so mm. nice to be, you know, you saw the Spice Girls, you saw loads of people flying the flag. It was so good mm. to be feel that we're Irish and we're representing yeah. Ireland in, on that pop circuit at that level. I think, Absolutely. you know, it's, you know, the boys mm. have done it and there wasn't, there wasn't any kind of girls out there doing it at that no. time. Um, no. And you only think about that afterwards. You don't yeah. necessarily think about yeah. it kind of when you're in it. Um you kind of think about you just want to be a good role model, I think, um, for young yeah. for younger children. See, I always think as well, though, like, you know, when when people think about Irish music and the contribution that people like, you know, there's so many bands mentioned like U2 and the Cranberries, the Coors. And, and I always feel like, you know, I wasn't particularly into it. Like, I like pop music. I like yeah. dancing and singing. And, you know, like that, yeah. they were my they were my people. And I always feel like sometimes you guys don't don't get the credit I think that you deserve because you were like the voice of like like a generation you know that kind of way and I think going internationally as well like it was as I said the golden age of pop do you know what a lot of people say that um and it's kind of weird I think do you know we were at a time where you know we just did our job and we were working so hard like that that's what we were focused on we weren't one of those bands that you'd catch getting photographs falling at the Met Bar or you know we weren't in the newspapers for those reasons if you know what I mean which kind of make you more when you're when people write about you like that I think you're more susceptible to you're in people's minds I guess when you're kind of just doing your job and you go under the radar in that kind of tabloid sense, mm. you, you're you not really in, on people's, um, yeah. for, you know, in their mind. We we just, I suppose we just kept the heads down and we just yeah. really kind of worked. But a few people have said that. Um, yeah. And do you, you think, know, like, like was there, um, I know you were saying like that you weren't that kind of band, but was there that no. pressure as well to be like squeaky clean because you had got a younger audience? Was there like... Into like you know was it kind of there in the background that you were supposed to be like that or were you just naturally didn't no we <laughs> we were no we naturally were like that I think when I met Lindsay and Kiwi they were 17 they they didn't drink they never drank at all like during our whole yeah. kind of um time we were you know we were working 18 hours a day I think in the beginning you like and I was only thinking about this the other day we'd be abroad and even having dinner like in Spain with the record yeah. label I never even ordered a glass of wine. I'm like, what? I'm I bet you're like, regretting that now. I'm totally All those meetings. Like... Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there was, we just weren't, because you know what? When you're working 17, 18 hours a day, you're running on a, empty anyway. And mm-hmm. our, yeah. we were all very similar. We all kind of wanted to get enough sleep. We mm-hmm. all, we knew we had to kind of, um, be ready. we loved time. what we wanted to do and we didn't want to be, hung over and we didn't yeah, want to yeah. to be like that it was it was bad enough you know when you have to get up at four o'clock in the morning and you feel sick because you have to get up early <laughs> so um, it was the hardest time though for pop stars like they were expected to be on the radio at 6 a.m then go to the tv studio straight afterwards and go somewhere else and somewhere else they were long days so i actually couldn't imagine doing that with a hangover on top of that mm. um no. i i want to be a bit nosy though because costume was such an integral part of Bewitched. And we're both drag queens. And I'm telling you now, anything <laughs> that you wore, we would have worn right now. Yeah, in fact, brilliant. in fact, I've probably tried to get someone to make those costumes. Um, oh, how yeah. did that come about? And why, 
like because double denim is really loud like synonymous with the band too how did that all come about yeah do you know what it it was by accident the person that actually styled us say for say la vie in the end it wasn't necessarily their idea to use the the denim it was another guys that we did a photo shoot with and it was Mm -hmm. very kind of g-star denims and it was just very kind of trainers and really kind of understated and then so we did sale of e so what happened was all our clothes got stolen from the record label the night before we oh, were wow. to do sale of e right <laughs> so i remember donna air saying oh my god they look like they just ran across the top shop and got a load of clothes yes donna <laughs> that's what we did um, <laughs> that is exactly what happened oh with sale of e and then we had as roller coaster came on we had this a stylist called ashley and she just started to kind of rip stuff apart and stick stuff yeah. on it and, you know, do various different things to it. Um, and and that was kind of really good. And then as we moved on, we got, uh, had this lady, Faye Sawyer, who, I mean, she still does stuff for like for Little Mix now and stuff like yeah. that. She's amazing. And went did a lot of stuff on X Factor and she became our kind of main stylist and what that woman did not do to denim. Like, <laughs> you know, like I don't know how she came up with all the stuff. She worked with the designer as well. Like, and they both kind of just, oh yeah. I mean, it's hard working with denim. It's yeah, really, really difficult. It. Like yeah. it's not an easy um, thing to work with. How do you with, feel about denim now? Like now that you look yeah. at denim, are you <laughs> scarred for life? Do you know what? Everybody loves denim, but at the time I didn't realize how good it was having that because we didn't have to put false tan on. We didn't have yeah, to think yes. about this. We just put the jeans on. Put your, I never even, I was always in heels. I didn't possess yeah. a pair of runners until I actually joined the band. I'm wow. like, you are, you are making me what? I'm like, where's my heels? And where's my, like, I was a bit more glamorous. You know yeah. I mean? Um, so I struggled a lot. Like I wanted to be, I wanted to be like a young woman. I didn't want to look like yeah. a 16 year old when I was like 23. Yeah. Um, so I did kind of resist it a bit like, but looking back on some MTV awards and the Royal Variety when we did, you know, it was actually quite nice what we, yeah. what we did. It was kind of timeless. Well, it totally, it totally made you stand out. And yeah. it's still to this day, it still stood the test of time. Like yeah. everybody knows, like even sometimes if somebody just sees somebody wearing a denim jeans and a jacket, they're like bewitched, like straight away. Bewitched, like, double it's, denim. It's I know, totally and you know what? I never got a free pair of denims. Can you believe that? Never. Are you serious? Never. Oh my God. You never got a free pair of denims. <laughs> That's denim outrageous. I was like, when people, when people talked about it, they went to status quo or they went to Madonna and it was so funny. Like, it was just like, come on, lads, throw us a <laughs> pair of denims. <laughs> That's nuts. That's oh, shocking. Sorry, I actually <laughs> thought my microphone was dead there and I realised, no, it's fine. I had that like scare. <laughs> oh, uh, well, I don't know that up anyway. Um, uh, sorry, I don't know how to go back into that. While also we're getting like down and dirty into it, I need to know about Abomania because I think every um, <gasps> gay person in the world remembers that Abomania mm. moment. And it was the songs that were played nonstop in every bar across the UK and Ireland too. You know what? The Abomania thing, I was living my best life. <laughs> so we did rehearsals for that for a week for the Brit Awards and we had yeah. done recorded the song. And I was just like, oh, my God. Um, so, like, ABBA was the first record that I think my dad brought home when we were kids, like, on the record player, watching it, yeah. like, oh, my God, this music coming out. And when we did, like, we the the outfits that we had, I remember I got this, like, at the time, it was like a 400 euro or pound wig that was put yeah. onto my head. Everything was designed for us. We got the whole platform shoes. And after we did the ABBA Mania medley for the for abba at the brit awards we were all going out afterwards and i yeah. stayed in my outfit I <laughs> oh yes up amazing in my full outfit you stayed in drag <laughs> you stayed in drag i yeah. stayed i swear to god i was like do you know when to get out of it i was like no it's taken me hours to get into this wig it's taken me i am not taking it off yeah because you guys you guys opened it didn't you i think you guys were the first we closed it oh you closed it oh sorry well we closed the brit awards we did an abomania special with kind of like nissan out on itv and all the different songs and um, Stephen Gately and stuff like yeah that was really that was really good was that so nice to do shows like that was that good question i don't know actually um 
I'm it was not like, too sure. Oh, it was a pair. And then they did like a Motown one as well, which was fun. Yeah. But the, anything with like a mania and pop stars. Oh, I we mean. were there. I know. We were there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's great though. And we actually still do that in our set. We do we do an album uh, medley in the set, like, and it's just brilliant. It's timeless. It's just really good. Absolutely timeless. Obviously, that's music that you really enjoyed. But was there, was there a song like in the day where you're like oh god this is on the set list i actually that people would be surprised to think oh i thought they would have loved that song ah um that, like that we did yeah, yeah like one of your own songs like one that you were like oh one god. of our own songs we were, um, we were talking to samantha mumba and we actually were really surprised <laughs> with the song she picked that she was like i never want to perform that song ever again oh really <laughs> yeah. do you yeah. know what no not necessarily not necessarily actually um god no i'm trying to think like um was there a favorite then like one that you would like get really excited to see on the set list i like um i mean we had four number ones so they're always on the set list (laughs) so you know they're always there i think um We've, we'll always do an ABBA medley. Mm-hmm. We'll throw Hold On by Wilson Phillips in, which we kind of love. We kind of did a mashup of Sailor V and threw in Galway Girl Ed Sheeran. So actually, yeah. I like the set list, yeah. you know, um, that we do because it's, it's. Um, I can't really think any songs that, no, not really, actually. Well, that's, a good like way. that's a good way to feel. Yeah, absolutely. And Sinead, like of all the videos. Mm-hmm. Oh, are we? I think you're okay. We can still hear you, Sinead. It's just the video. Mm. Are we there? I think so. I oh, there. Oh, there, there we go. Oh, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Sorry. Don't worry. That's all right. Oh, listen, this is 20, this is 2020, yeah. 2020 in 2021. <laughs> so. Oh, I know. Um, of all the songs and all the music videos that you made, what was your favorite video that you did? The favorite video that you made? Favorite video was um, probably Jesse Hold On. We filmed that oh. in Campo in Mexico. And it was like, I remember it it cost a fortune to make. And I just remember looking around going, oh my God, they've thrown so much at this. Um, and I love the fact that we kind of got out of our outfits and we were on the steam train and we just had to get all dirty and gritty. Yeah. And yeah, yeah I, I kind of, I really, really liked, really liked doing that. Um, it was really hot though. Yeah. Um, but I liked the whole, yeah, I just loved it. It looked, it, was, it looked expensive. It looked yeah. very glam. Like compared we to we like, outdoors. The, yeah. Yeah. Fab. As well, my friend, nice. um, my friend Leanne was actually in your roller coaster video back in the day. Really? Yeah, she was like, she played, I think it was like the strong man's wife. You know, oh, like at right. the fun fair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We bumped so into she, her a few times, actually, I think, yeah. along the way. She's uh, she's based in London, I think. And yeah. she uh, she used to have a shop in Temple Bar. And we used to know her from oh, going right. in. She used to sell all random bits of like costume jewellery and stuff. So, oh, brilliant. Yeah, it was just so random. But it was like of that time yeah. in Dublin, you know, like the Diggs Lane yeah. crew and like everyone was kind of, it was a real scene at that time. It really was. There's nothing like you, like I, I grew up wanting to be in fame, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> and Diggs Lane was the closest yeah. to fame that you could possibly kind of, um, it was brilliant. Like it, River Dancy, yeah. the Abbey, the Gate, everybody was rehearsing there and it yeah. was, it was such a hub. And, um, you know, even the guys from the script, like Danny and Mark and, they, they were in a band in called My, My Town. Town. My yeah. Town, yeah, I remember. And yeah. we they we toured with them in America at My Town, but Edel and Keeve used to dance with Mark and Graham Cruz, and it was just yeah. like there was just that whole whole vibe. It was just brilliant. It's, it was it's so amazing full to of see, creativity. Yeah, it's amazing to see though all those people like from over the years because like I was kind of in around I had friends that were connected in that way. And to see yeah. people have done so well, and some people like some of the dancers even are still like directing videos or doing things. Oh, it's great to I know. see people it's, flourishing. It's re- like it really is like and some really good dancers like you had Kieran Connolly and then Fiona yeah. Fagan. Fiona went on to do amazing stuff. She's now a stylist now, but and um, it's just great to see people and then you meet them on the circuit in London and you're like, oh my God, fair play to you. It's great. Like, so no it's. So we're going to just cut that there, guys. We're going to leave it there. We're going to leave you wanting a little bit more. So if you want to listen to more of our chat that we had with the lovely Sinead from Bewitched, head over to our Patreon. Mm-hmm. We have all different kinds of packages and prices to mm-hmm. suit all. We're budgets. like Ryanair. <laughs> we we're are, we're yeah. the Ryanair drags, to be honest. <laughs> oh, listen, and the rest. <laughs> uh, but now it's our favourite time of the week. I'm so excited. It's time to vent. It's... Rotter of the week. 
Oh, here we are. I'm really excited. Are you? Oh, my yeah. God. I feel a little slightly more rotted this week. Okay, good. Because, like, the last time you were, yeah. like, mildly rotted, yeah. you actually, as we spoke, got more rotted. I you did. Like, oh, I'm not very yeah. rotted this week. And then all of a sudden, I'm rotted. Yeah. And I feel like I think I've I've been slowly, I've been like a ham in a slow cooker. I've been slowly Tasty. rotting. <laughs> yeah. And ready to be sliced. The meat falling off me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so who's rotting you this week? Who is your first rotter? Uh, my first rotter is people that get bad lip filler that makes their lips look like buttholes. Okay, oh. go to proper places, people. Stop yeah. letting every Tom, Dick, or Harry inject you unless said Tom, Dick, or Harry mm-hmm. are really hot, and then I understand that. But like, I've been looking at some people online. And I'm like, why do that person's lips look like a butthole? Like an absolute. Do you, you know mean, what I mean by that? Do you, no, I don't. Is that because like they don't the lips don't close? Lumpy, bee stingy, like little like. But that's a, that's a style of lip as well. Oh, it's that's, not nice. That's like it's called like the Russian baby doll, I think. So it's like so some people want that. Yeah, that's like a, it's like a trend. So that's the that's a trend. So there's like the where the lip line is kind of prominent. Yeah. Yeah. There's okay. a certain clinic that uh, that does quite a lot of them. Okay, okay. Well, maybe I'm seeing all the people who go to that clinic, but mm. I'm just looking at it. I'm like, it's no, not for everyone. It doesn't look nice. No, though. but I think if somebody has a lip, it's not so bad. But it's when people have very small lips and, then they and they're trying to expand. That's when, like, there's only so much you can do. You need do you know? the lip. You to need a grow. lip to push a lip. You yeah. can't if you have really small, like, let's just say, mean lips. Okay, <laughs> you can't stretch them out you know because then they'll they will start getting distorted small very small top lip and now i have like a shape of a top lip Mm -hmm. like a proper shape i just think that like i don't know where people are going but like don't let anyone just inject your lips well i think as well though if like if they like it and it's not harming anyone delusional yeah well like i well you could say that about anything do you know what I mean? Okay. You could. Like, well, I know what you're saying. Like, bad work in general. Yeah. Speaking of bad work, did you see... Ma- did Madonna get a, a butt implant? I don't know. She's That's, looking kind of crazy at the moment. What's going on? Like, I, I had heard about the butt implant, but I just saw pictures last night. Funnily, we were mentioning it. Like, it's really, really big. Yeah. Like, it's... Wh- what is going on? I don't know. And the face is looking bad. And her social media in general is... Just a little bit yeah. like... Is she stoned all the time? Or what is it? The, she... she does, does the thing like where she's kind of like looking up to the camera. It's a really weird angle. It's not nice. It's very strange. Remember Ceiling Eyes yeah. from um, The Hills? Audrina, mm. it's very Ceiling Eyes. Remember Prez used to always call her Ceiling Eyes? Oh yeah, she'd be looking up. Because she'd be looking up and all you'd see is the whites of the yeah. bottom of her eye. Listen, I'm all for people doing whatever they want. But I think when someone kind of goes a bit too far, I think mm. it can... When they don't look like themselves, mm-hmm. I think it's a little... Yeah. But listen, at the same time as well. Live and let live. <laughs> live and let live. And just don't buy the live, laugh, love sign, please. Oh, no. Just anything but that. No. Do you know what I actually has been rotten me this week? Um, this is, oh, I'm going to open this up to lots of different things. And it just, so I met my friend uh, for a socially distant um, coffee last week. Mm-hmm. And we decided, we were like, let's get a bit, we'll get like a sandwich and we'll go and sit in, sit in the park. Okay. And we went to this kind of like um, hipster kind of hipster. Already, yeah. I know where she's going. Hipster kind of like you know sandwich mm-hmm. bar that's supposed to be the sandwiches are amazing. It's, like, oh, it's so unusual and this and that. I was like, okay, like, and you know me, yeah. I'm like, I like mass produced, nothing fancy, mm-hmm. fast fashion, nothing. Like I'm like, yeah, I don't want this one of a kind sandwich. I'd rather. Fuck, I'm not fussy like that. Okay, but. My friend is. <laughs> so, okay, okay. so we went to this place and first off, uh, there's a queue. So mm-hmm. I'm instantly going, okay, hang on. What's the ordering sandwiches here? Like, what's the fucking hold up? Okay, what's okay well, there has been a queue for the whole year. Yeah. For everything. But I was like, what's going on here? So next thing, well, then I realized why there was a queue. Right. Because some fucking Muppet at the mm-hmm. counter basically saying, do you have um, vegan cheese? Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. And um, is it nice? Mm-hmm. Is it nice? Mm-hmm. First off, you're ordering vegan cheese. <laughs> Second of all, of course the person's going to tell you it's fucking nice. Mm-hmm. The person actually in fairness behind the counter goes, I don't know. I'm not vegan. Love <laughs> right? that. Okay. So then I was Have like, you so, tried vegan cheese? Yeah, which is like totally fine. Like, nice lovely. melted, not nice. Lovely. Firm. Lovely, but 
you know whatever so this this is a big hold up so this is a causing scene and then like the the girl behind the counter is like oh are, are you are you dairy intolerant are you this are you that all these medical questions and i'm like on this is for a sandwich yeah. like a sandwich yeah and then he's like well i can make you this so it's going to be 15 minute wait 15 minutes for a sandwich are you for real like honestly so that rotted me as we were getting closer and then were you starving as well no i wasn't okay. i was just it was just annoying me yeah and just this weird kind of like just the unnecessary like just order your vegan sandwich uh-huh. get your sandwich and fuck off yeah why are you like delaying half the fucking like queue people uh-huh. it like at a busy hour and yeah just you know people asking stupid questions yeah like cop on yeah I did, all these people are around fucking oh i don't know i think people have got like more dense through this fucking yeah. pandemic so yeah that rotted me and then just those you know the nicheness of of those bins is like oh we could do this and we could mm. it's like it's sandwich you're not reinventing the, the mm-hmm, wheel mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. yeah so long story short i'm going to o'brien's from now on <laughs> oh yeah like did you get the sandwich in the end yeah and was it nice it was it was totally fine it was a toasted sandwich yeah but it like my friend stevie who's probably listened to this stevie i told you i was going to be talking about this yeah like stevie is very particular yeah. about his food i'm not particular i'm not fussy so i just don't see the hoo-ha over a sandwich yeah do you mean just unhinges her jaw and lowers it down yeah that's and it. it's gone Done. full ham yeah gone. gone so that's one thing just these trying to reinvent a sandwich yeah. or a coffee uh-huh. or ask stupid questions in a quiz mm. or in a quiz <laughs> ask stupid <laughs> questions uh in a queue i'm not there for it yeah I, I, okay well i mean my second one is essentially the same as that because <gasps> i was in the off license and oh. there was these two girls uh there was a queue of six people in yeah. my off license right oh. and like you know it's sunny out yeah <coughs> i was going to the park and i wanted to get a few drinks yeah but i also had a taxi waiting outside so i was like come on do you know yeah, what I mean? come yeah. on speed up mm. and these two girls were like oh what are the slushies like are they nice are the slushies nice oh same um, thing it's yeah. basically asking stupid questions right. paid for a bit and then said actually oh i'm gonna um i need a lighter i'll get a lighter now as well and then everything's by card obviously at the moment because everyone's doing by card and then like and uh, how's business today is business good today and i'm literally standing there with like a ton of booze mm. in my hands which is freezing cold as well there's like three people behind me rolling their eyes and then then her and her friend had to pay separately. Yeah. Now, in the era of Revolut, none of us need to do that anymore, no. okay? Especially when you can see there's a ton of people behind. And the little old man behind the counter did not want to talk to her. But he kept going. She kept going and going and going. And then just as she was about to um, turn, uh, leave the door, leave the off-license, she turned around and she went, Oh, happy Easter, by the way. Firstly, you don't have to get locked in a park. You are no Christian, okay? Do you know what I mean? You're I no am a Christian. Christian woman. You're going to spike that slushy that you just bought, yeah. and I know what you're about to do. Uh, any nice plans for it? He's working in the fucking off license. Also, get the fuck out. Like, no, we need to pay for our goods. No awareness, and I think that's probably the bit. It's like just be a little self-aware. Yeah, yeah. but the Happy Easter thing this year grated on me a lot. Yeah, and I don't know why. Well, I think it's just another holiday that we've missed. It's like, it's another, people have nothing else to say. Yeah. So it's like, happy Easter, happy St. Patrick's Day. Oh, fuck off. Nobody cares. It's <laughs> it's Sunday. You know, I woke up on Monday and I was like, it's a bank holiday. I didn't even know it was a bank holiday. I don't holiday. even believe in God. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing that rots me, and this is absolutely disgusting. So if any of you do this, don't fucking listen to this podcast anymore. You are banished. Are they? they- Filth! Filth! Uh, anyone who smokes in bed or smokes in the bath is disgusting. Okay. If I see one more person posting, and you know what? I've, I've caught a couple of people putting up pictures of themselves in their bedroom, whatever, and you can zoom, and in the back there's an ashtray. Yeah. Smoking in your bedroom is gross. Yeah. Or smoking in the bath. Who smokes in the bath? <laughs> like, it could be quite glamorous. If you feel like pretty woman, do you know what I mean? Julia Roberts? absolutely so not glamorous. It is hilarious and ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And it rots me. I just think it's absolutely disgusting. Because all I can do is just get that stank yeah. of like dirty smoke. Mm-hmm. You know the smell I'm talking about. Oh, I know. It's rotten. It's like when you still go to like one of the countries that you're still allowed to smoke indoors. Oh. Do you remember when we people could smoke um, and we'd like do shows and your wigs would stink? Stink. Like stink for stink. one night. And we kind of just obviously didn't really no. like weren't aware of it. No. But it's only when it stops, it just 
reeks. I used to spray Febreze into my wigs. Yeah. To oh, I know. Unlock the cigarette smoke. There was smoke. literally a bottle of Febreze on every door handle in the George. <laughs> just like every. <laughs> no one was using it on their tights, just their no. hair. <laughs> oh, the Febreze. Yeah. yeah. So people who smoke and. One of my friends does that. Oh, it's so gross. Yeah. And yeah. also like the vape as well. Okay, like, what about the vape? Just vaping is just weird as well. Like, just, you know, you see some people that, like, have the vape glued to their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you, the caterpillar from Alice in Wonderland? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, some people hold it. Sometimes, by the way, for you guys listening at home. I'm holding it now. <laughs> me, me and Davina. Okay, no, people that hold it like it's like a fit, full fistful yeah. of vape. And you're like, and then they go... <laughs> Just so you know that they're vaping. Yeah. Serial vapists, beware. (laughs) No interest. Absolutely. (laughs) I quite enjoyed those, but I have to say the highlight of the Rotters of the Week were those Q people. Yeah, they are. And and I think, do you know what it is, though? It's because it's coming into summer now, so everybody's out and they're going to be sitting outside and getting Mm. takeaway drinks and takeaway this and takeaway. Here, takeaway this. Cop the fuck on and move the queue along. <laughs> Take that away, which you love. That's what I have to say. <laughs> Stop getting in the way of our podcast. Yeah. Uh, that is the end of this. So I just want to remind you all to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help other people find our podcasts. Yes. Or on Acast. I'm not sure how many people are listening to mm. Acast. We recently it's... just changed over to Acast. So we're yeah. still figuring out all our analytics and all that kind of stuff. And we actually lost a lot of analytics from our first season. So yeah. we're kind of trying to... Yeah, we only have info mm. for the last few months. Yeah. But what I will say is, we're huge in the Philippines. We have four listeners yes, in the Philippines. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, sometimes I like have a few drinks and I'll go on and look at why, what countries yeah. I listen to. It's kind of like, fascinating. Fascinating. Like uh, I know those four people, by the way. I did a bingo for one of them for Google. No, I'm yes. <laughs> well, 10% of our listeners are in America. So hi, yeah. everyone who is in America that somehow found us. Oh, well, I know Billy Halpin is definitely in oh, America. Billy he is. listens. Yeah. And I know Lynn is uh, an avid listener. And she's in she's Toronto. In Toronto. So I know if the fact that because they're always mailing. Expats, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And I think it's just like a little taste of home and a little yeah. a little rot of Irishness. Uh. So <laughs> yeah, we love that you listen and we love that we give you a little laugh. Absolutely. Uh, please be sure to follow the podcast on Instagram. It's at Pay Little Things Pod. And also, Davina is. At Davina dot divine, right? Davina dot dot divine. Yes, for other, now, for now, one, until the other the one, until the other dancer. one passes away, and I can steal her Instagram. We need her. We yeah. need her on a show. We have to do something with her at some point. Maybe she could teach us a belly dancing for our Patreon. <laughs> Okay, that's it. That's absolutely <laughs> it. We're learning belly dancing. Okay. Via Zoom. That's coming soon. And I'm at Victoria Secret Dublin on uh, Instagram as well. But and it. yeah, and we're just going to be in our houses for the next year. So <laughs> if if anyone is looking for us, no, that's I'm gone. I'm going. Like, if it's not it's sneaking to get dental surgery in Lanzarote, oh. I'll, I'll break yeah. a tooth if I have to. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, I can't keep up. But anyway, uh, until next here. time, stay indoors, and stay rotted, stay and stay petty. petty. Bye. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.